Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. As we head into Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2024, I will readily admit this year's Valentine's Day looks and feels a whole lot different Kind of blows me away that this time last year, Bob and I hadn't even had our first date. We knew each other. We'd been introduced about five months beforehand, and we were communicating, but we were long distance and had not even had an official date. In fact, I don't think he'd even asked me out on the date yet, so he'd alluded to it, but he hadn't officially asked. And so, yes, this Valentine's Day looks and feels a whole lot different. Also... Goofy hubs. He stashed a card in my bag when I wasn't looking, and I just found it a couple minutes ago. It says on the envelope, do not open until after midnight. (laughs) And this is the guy who told me that Valentine's Day was a sham and a contrived event, which is true, but it doesn't mean you can't celebrate it or you can't mark Valentine's Day. So... I have to tell you that as I was driving into work after I sliced my thumb and my knuckles are bleeding and I'm running late and my windshield wiper's broken, I thought, as I'm trying to get my mind right, it's still a job that I love. So if you ask me what I love about sports... It's the opportunity to talk about them for a living. Now, I love radio more than I love sports. If I had to give up one or the other, I would give up sports before I would give up radio. Radio is my calling. Radio is my passion. It just so happens that I can blend the two. My appreciation and my love for sports with the joy and love I have in doing radio. But it's always a reminder to me when I get frustrated or the hours are tough or overnights are hard, because they are, I can still remind myself that I get to do a job every single night that I absolutely love. And when the microphone goes on, that joy kicks in and a lot of the other stuff kind of melts away. 
it doesn't mean life is perfect or there aren't hard things or I don't have a slice right down the middle of my thumb. But it does mean that in these these hours when I get to do a job that I love, there is some great joy in it. That tends to dwarf pretty much anything else. I hope that you can find that space as we ask you, what do you love about sports? Why are you committed to the roller coaster ride, to the ups, the downs, the ins, the outs, the backs, the forths, the good, but far more bad when it comes to results, right? Because even when your team is a dynasty, like the Patriots were, we got a shorter one for the Chiefs. Still, big picture, you look at the history, the Chiefs went 50 years without winning a Super Bowl. The Patriots were terrible for decades before Bob Kraft bought the team and hired Bill Belichick. And even then, when they drafted Tom Brady, they didn't know what they had until Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Talk about the Packers. I know they've had a lot of success going back to Brett Favre and then Aaron Rodgers. And look, now Jordan Love in his first year as a starter. But they were brutal for decades before that. It's a series of ebbs and flows. And if you're a well-run franchise and you've got committed ownership, well, then you can be on the positive side more than the negative. But it's not like anybody's team wins every year. Now, there's certainly a modicum of success for teams like the Chiefs where, hey, if they don't win the Super Bowl next year, it doesn't hurt nearly as badly, right? Because they've got three in the last five years. And that's great for them. But again, they were not a team that was relevant for years. The Lions, becoming a sentimental favorite, of course, so much sweeter, their success this year, but also just as painful, losing that big lead in the NFC Championship. So the emotions are heightened. The more we're invested, the more we feel it. And generally, there's going to be more pain and angst than there is the love, the positivity, the joy when it comes to sports. But on this edition of the show, our hump show, After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio, we're focusing on why we love sports and what do we love about sports. And I'm already seeing some of your posts come in. Again, on Twitter, After Hours CBS, you can also send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. That's about 90 minutes from now. And then our Facebook page, too. And so you'll see not just the Hump Show post, but also the post where you can tell us what you love about sports. 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. Also, in the next three hours, I found this article online that I thought was actually kind of funny. And since Jay is out the rest of the way, I'm going to work it into this edition of the show. Are you ready for this? According to etiquette experts, Jay, the 11 rudest things you can do in someone else's house. Oh, my gosh. I'm so interested in this. (laughs) Me, too. I love this. And here's the funny thing. My dog sitter, who... I believe she loves the dogs more than she loves actual people, and that's okay. That makes her a really good dog sitter. But I've told you before, my house is a disaster when Mm -hmm. she comes back. She actually said to me on the phone this week, 
You know, I was getting ready to leave your house. I was cleaning up and stuff, and I had to be really careful not to laugh out loud because her Didn't version of cleaning Twinkies, up, right? yeah, her version of cleaning up actually makes a bigger mess. But anyway, I was thinking about my dog sitter and thinking about some of the major snafus that she has made in visiting someone else's house. So this appeals to me, but also I knew you and I would enjoy <laughs> going through this, this list. list. Yes. Okay, so we'll get to that next hour. Top of next hour, the 11 rudest things you can do in someone else's house. <laughs> That's tremendous. Let's go. I'm going to make wait. you guess a couple first before we do it. It's going to be so fun. So get your thinking cap on right. when you go visit your friends. Now, it's different maybe with like college friends or bros because guys don't care as much. We're talking about adults visiting other adults. The 11. And, and there's a few on here that I do not agree with. But also, I think it depends upon the level of friendship, probably. It's after hours on our Facebook page, on Twitter, and our phone number, 855-212-4227. Let's talk to Paul, who's in Michigan. Paul, welcome to the show. Hi, Amy. Hi. I, I I had a couple things to say. I'm a little nervous because I'm so impressed with you. And oh, <laughs> I'm still just a person. Don't, don't you worry. <laughs> I I, I want to say I listen to sports radio all the time, and I work early in the morning. And uh, about two years ago, I stumbled onto your show, and at first I thought, oh my gosh, this lady's loud, crazy. <laughs> turned it off. Nice. But then I kept listening. And you are an amazing person. Oh. You, you not only are so knowledgeable about sports and teach me a lot about sports and make me want to watch more sports because you are so knowledgeable about it, but you are such a down-to-earth person. I told you, you, just a normal girl. <laughs> you bring your life into everyone's life. It's like I'm sitting on the couch with you every night and talking to you. I like you it. Are, you are just so laid back and... You are phenomenal at your job. Oh, I appreciate that. And if I can and, sound like I'm laid back, that's good because that's not really my personality. But if uh, it comes across in the show, then that's tremendous. <laughs> and on a quick note, off of Facebook, I'm the guy who bugs you all the time for your chewy oatmeal. Oh, recipe. you know what's really funny? I actually had shared that recipe in the past, and I keep meaning to do it. So if you put another post up, Maybe on Ask Amy Anything, I swear to you I'll get it. Because I have the the screenshots on my phone. All I have to do is just post. So I swear I'll do it. But I, I really wanted to call and talk. I'm a Lions fan. We've been doing it for 30 years and mm -hmm. all these bad years and seasons. And this year we finally have a really good season. I, I'd just like to say to all these other teams and cities, that get so down on their teams when they lose and fire a coach, fire a new quarterback, <laughs> all this stuff. I, I was down at the uh, game when they had the watch party for the NFC. Oh, were you? Yeah, because I couldn't afford the playoff tickets. So right, right. I, I called that the poor man's playoff. So we went cool. down to the watch party, and the atmosphere was electrifying. Mm. And here we are at halftime thinking, oh, my gosh, we're 30 minutes away. And then a perfect storm of errors came, you know, and we lose the game. And, yeah, you were sad and you were torn up, but it was just a bunch of mistakes. And I think a lot of that is because of, you know, it was all new to them. And so many of our players are rookies and haven't been there on that stage. But I can't be more proud of our team and what they did and they'll be back next year because they just keep getting better. Dan Campbell's an excellent coach. 
And I just want to say to all these other teams, be grateful for what you have. I know you get depressed right away. It's sad because, believe me, I, I don't think I talked for a day and a half to anybody. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't even listen to sports radio because I just didn't want to hear it. Just didn't want to hear it. Right. But be grateful for what you have because, man, as a starving lion fan here in Michigan, <laughs> it's it, we really enjoy what we have now. Mm. I would say that is a great perspective, though obviously it was going to take a little longer to get there because of how close you were and Lions fans were. And yet, if you compare NFC Championship to the futility of the last several decades, you're right. This is the closest the Lions and their fans have come, and it's only the beginning. It really is only the beginning. Uh, we're, we're definitely hoping because uh, it, it's it, it's – it was. It's pretty exciting. We're really, really proud of our team. Good. I'm so glad. Well, you keep that because hope springs eternal, and the Lions will be a team to beat next year. All right, Amy, you take care of yourself. You are an awesome, amazing person. Oh, thank you, Paul. I'm glad we convinced you that I'm not just loud and obnoxious. <laughs> but that's – well, wait a minute. You are loud and obnoxious. Well, sometimes. That's what makes you who you are. (laughs) You're phenomenal. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate those compliments. Have a great day. (laughs) I mean, loud, true. I don't know about obnoxious. I can be obnoxious. I swear I'm not obnoxious all the time. I swear. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Let's go with Lawrence, who's in Kansas. Lawrence, welcome to After Hours. Good morning, Amy. How are you today? I'm good, sir. Thank you. Outstanding. Hey, uh, you know, the craziest thing about the Super Bowl was it was a shame anybody lost. Both teams played great. They did. Uh, Well, I mean, it was was a struggle. The defenses played extremely well. Now, there wasn't a ton of offense to go around, but I love how the defenses shined. Well, you're exactly right, because – that was the whole thing. It was a defensive game, the whole mm-hmm. thing. It, right. it was like they fought and fought and fought, and it was like it wasn't fair anybody lost. <laughs> it was like, I mean, and to be honest with you, while I'm living in Kansas now, I'm from South Carolina, but um, I'm a Raider, so you know how I feel about the Chiefs. Oh, gosh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was glad we kicked their ass here. Uh, excuse my French. I'm sorry. Uh, kicked their behinds mm-hmm. in, in Kansas City. But, um, you know, they are a good ball team. But you know what? The 49ers are actually very good. And, yes. again, it was it was a shame that anybody lost the game. Yeah, I would agree with you. And those are the best championships, the ones where uh, both teams – have put their best feet forward and collective feet forward. And both teams have an opportunity to win. Uh, Although along with that comes the angst of having been so close and falling short for one of the teams. Uh, What I like to point out that that crazy dichotomy of the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat and the two things that lined up next to each other kind of give us the extreme emotions of every sports fan. Well, exactly, Amy. That was the whole thing. It, when you watch the game, it was like you're you're glued to the TV. Yes, it's like, awesome. Okay, it's like Jesus, this is out of hand, and um, it was like okay, whatever. Somebody's got to win. Um, but you know what? Uh, glory to the Chiefs, and you know, but uh, the Forty ers have nothing to to hang their heads about. 
they did good. They did. You know? They came close, though. Right now, you can understand it's pretty painful. Yeah, exactly. But that's okay. They got a lot to build on. You know, <laughs> they, they got do. a good ball team, and um, they'll be back. They're going to be very tough next year for whoever they play. <laughs> so that that's what it is. But anyways, um, I hope you have a blessed day. Oh, and by the way, congratulations on your marriage. Thank you. I appreciate that, Lawrence. Have a great I Wednesday have yourself. Thank you. Uh, and think the the point that I want to keep making about the Niners too is that they finally have the quarterback position settled. Uh, we know they have one of the best running backs in the NFL. We know that they've got a defense that's full of superstars, even though some of them were injured. Gosh, did you hear about Eric Armstead? Uh, so we'll we'll let you hear from a few more of the players in their exit interviews. But they have a quarterback finally. For the first time in Kyle Shanahan's tenure, they've got one guy who went all the way through the season. And that's huge because that did not happen when Jimmy Garoppolo started, when they went out to get Trey Lance, it didn't happen before they traded for Garoppolo. I mean, they went through various iterations, lots of different trial and error at the quarterback position. Even when they thought they'd found the right guy, it was a temporary fix, a temporary situation until now. That, to me, is a major piece the Niners were missing before under Kyle Shanahan. And that's another reason why they got closer this year than they have. Now, going back to 19, of course, they had the 10-point lead in the fourth quarter. Jimmy Garoppolo was their quarterback. But still, it's been one step forward, two steps back at that position. They've got Brock Purdy. Kyle Shanahan is thrilled with what he got from his young quarterback, this season, and he's not backing down, even though people want to pin it on Brock. Everyone has plays in a game, every single person um, that you want to take back, but um, Brock not turning the ball over in that game, making a number of plays, um, taking us down there um, to take the lead earlier on. I mean, at the very end of the game to take us down to um, make the take the lead. Um, I thought, you know, we, we didn't get it done, so none of us, all of us obviously could have done another thing, but... I was real happy with Brock played and real happy with how he played this year. And I thought Brock was unbelievable. I mean, one of the most impressive seasons I've been around um, for a football player and a quarterback. And um, he was just a stud through it all. That's a high praise from Kyle Shanahan. They finally found their quarterback. And we did see Brock with the pressure ratcheted up in the game against the Packers where they had to rally. And he led them on that game-winning drive. Now that, of course, was after a, a, a dismal first half when he'd be the first to tell you that he was not playing well. But did come through at the end. And then, of course, the NFC Championship. And what can you say? The second half against the Lions, the offense was terrific. The defense was even better to climb out of that hole. So we've seen what Brock Purdy can do. And again, that's the major difference for me. With this Niners team moving forward, they do finally have a quarterback. Which, by the way, Brock Purdy says he knew the overtime rules. <laughs> he asked before they kicked off in OT. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, our show Twitter after hours CBS. I tell people, if you are just discovering the show, you're new to the show, give me two weeks and you'll be hooked. It may be like our caller, was it Paul? Paul, 
from Michigan who said he didn't want to like us, but he turned out that he kind of understood the value and the appreciation grew for the show. Or it may be that you really hate the show, but you have to keep tuning in just to fuel your anger and your obsession. Either way, I don't care. I'm just glad you're listening. Give us two weeks. You'll be hooked. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Okay. (laughs) You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I got to be better. Um terms of you know leading the guys and just you know I think how I handle things in the huddle and telling them telling them you know what to expect stuff like that so um but yeah at the end of the day I think we had the team the offense to, to score touchdowns and I think I failed to put our team in position to do that I thought he did great I think uh you know you go look at the self-inflicted wounds we had and um we just beat ourselves this is after hours with Amy Lawrence Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey, the dynamic duo in the backfield for the San Francisco 49ers. And that's in the wake of the loss on Sunday, accepting responsibility. And Christian, uh, even more so, still stewing over the mistakes that he made or what he didn't do well or didn't do enough of as the Niners met the media on Tuesday. I think you're always hungry. That's the feeling you always want. I think when you get there, you now know what the deal is. Um, I think it it makes you definitely makes you more hungry and it definitely hurts worse but right now that hunger that pain is keeping him up he's not sleeping 
There's so many things to look back on on that game that you just want back. Um, you know, obviously for me, I think just putting the ball on the ground is something I keep replaying in my head, just can't do it. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of different plays that uh, we could have made and we didn't and we fell up short and I think it hurts, but that's life. He does come back to that. That's life. And it's true. Life is very often marked with failure, disappointment, coming up short, not doing what you want to do, not performing the way you want to perform, maybe saying or doing the opposite of what you really wanted to say and do in the moment. And for me, anyway, and it sounds like for Christian McCaffrey, but also I'd say for a lot of athletes, because they have such a high standard and high expectations for themselves, that's why they get to where they are in pro sports and among the best of the best, they're perfectionists. And and that's me too. I, as an athlete, but also now as a radio host, gosh, as a wife, as an auntie, as a sister, as a daughter and granddaughter, in every walk, in every area of my life, I am so much harder on myself than anybody else could be. And I will often stew over the mistakes and beat myself up over the mistakes far more than I would ever celebrate the victories. And I can understand uh, what Christian McCaffrey is saying is he's going back over it and replaying it. And this didn't go well. And what if I had done this? And it's a tough game to play as a human. At some point he will face forward and he will continue to pursue this dream because they did come so close and because they do want it more now than they ever did. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, George Kittle echoed that same sentiment. The fact that it's painful because it was within their grasp. What I enjoyed most, I really enjoyed, you know, we won a lot of games. Um, We worked really hard. Guys had great mindsets every single day. I would say also, you know, there wasn't a single guy in the locker room that I didn't like. You know, uh, the linebackers got annoying sometimes. You know, but that's that. That's just them, and I, I applaud them for that. So I just I thoroughly enjoyed everyone's friendship. You know, I enjoyed sitting in the sauna with everybody and you know having conversations about random stuff. You know, just learning about people. I just thought generally we had a very uh, genuinely we had a very very uh, high character team, and it was just fun to build relationships with everybody. So for that reason, and I appreciate this about George, he's trying to look at it from a positive, which is what we want to do with you. Yeah, the losses stink. And a lot of times, we almost feel like we're never going to get over them. They're, that was always going to sting. And sure, there will be a few that stick with you. I can think of a couple of losses as a sports fan in my life that I'm not sure I'll ever get over. Though time is a great healer. It tends to dull our sense of loss and grief just because the world keeps spinning and, and we move on. And the emotions aren't nearly as acute. In the case of sports, which isn't always the case in life, there is next season, next game, next opportunity, next snap. Right? That's the beauty of sports. Again, that doesn't always happen in real life. Sometimes a loss of failure is actually the end. And you don't get another chance. But in sports... This is what I love about sports. They just keep going. And there's always another season. And there's always another chance. It's one of the things I love about sports. 
What do you love about sports? As we head into Valentine's Day, that's what I want to know. There's a post up on our Twitter, After Hours CBS, or my Twitter, A-Law Radio, and then also on our Facebook page. Named after the show, easy to find. I am looking at some of your answers right now on Twitter, and they're great. So I mentioned earlier, Timothy says fantasy football. That's what he loves about sports. Uh, Another response, the exhilaration of winning is real with millions of people who care about the same thing. That connection is something guys typically do not have otherwise. He says, on the other hand, the grief of losing doesn't really matter compared to our other problems. Just hope for next year. Uh, Laura, watching Steph Curry play with fierce joy. And then she says, I also love a day game to enjoy Oracle Park and the Giants. David says, what I love about sports, the challenge. And the underdog having a chance to win. So you're saying there's a chance. That's awesome. I do like that response. And then on our Facebook page, some of you weighing in as well. Again, easy to find. It's the first post on our Facebook page right now. Eric says the passion and experience that there will always be tomorrow. The passion for sure. Is there anything in the world that unites us like sports? I don't think so. And to take that even further, I said this on our last show, as we're looking at the numbers from the Super Bowl, that 202 million people, nearly two-thirds of all Americans, watched some or all of the Super Bowl. Are you kidding me? Two-thirds of our nation just Think about that. Wherever you were watching the Super Bowl, however you were experiencing Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, there were 200 other Americans doing roughly the same thing. 200. 200 million. That's not very many. 200 million other Americans doing exactly the same thing. That blows me away. Two-thirds of our nation. Again, we agree on zero in this country except football. Except the Super Bowl. Jim says, what I love about sports, it's a family event that takes us away from our problems. At least for a short time, yes. Mark says, sheer competition and strategy. Gene says, there's no way of predicting the outcome. Oh, see, there's a woman after my own heart. You can guess all you want. Nobody really knows how these games are going to go. And if we did, we wouldn't watch. She says you can watch a game with elderly parents or toddlers. It's exciting and fun and heartbreaking all at the same time. And then Randy says, people love events. (laughs) That's true. We are appointment peeps. We love to show up for a big event. So what do you love about sports? We're focusing on the love. We're focusing on the positive. Too often as sports fans, we're such negative Nellies. Nasty, negative Nancys and Nellies. Pat Boyle is one of those people. He likes to focus on the negative. Wow. When it comes to sports, I kind of feel like your show, sometimes you're yelling about all the bad things. Uh, okay. I, I think I yell in general. <laughs> I yell. Too. I yell about good things. I yell how exciting they are. But, mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest. Negativity does sell. And you. Yeah, are- no, it's good for business. I agree with you. Uh, but what do you love about sports? What keeps you coming back? Um, hmm. I would say for football, and I'd say, you know, for most sports that I watch, basketball, baseball, 
It's the beauty of those sports. For example, watching a quarterback make a back shoulder throw perfectly timed to the back Mm -hmm. of the end zone. In basketball, it's seeing the ball move around, the poetry of the game, and then a beautiful three-pointer that hits nothing but net. (laughs) But then also, like, I mean, let's be honest, a lot of us love the violence of the game, the violence of football in general, the violence of of baseball, watching 100 miles come in and come out (laughs) at the same speed, 400 feet into the air. I think to sum it up as concisely as I could, beauty and violence. Mm. All right. Well, I'm glad you explained that. But, yes, you're right. There is a violence to the sport, whether you're talking about ball and bat, whether you're talking about a collision on the football field. Um, But to know that you've got the best of the best who are going at it, uh, I mean, that's the, the, yeah, the sheer will that that is uh, colliding as well is always really impressive. I just... Well, I didn't just come up with it, but I just, as you were talking about it and reminded uh, the baseball, the bat, all that. Another thing that I love about sports is what it sounds like. Yeah. There are some noises, some sounds that you can identify instantly because of sports. And one of those is the crack of a bat when it's hit square. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so good. And I don't, yeah, I, the whatever swish. reason, the ASMR in our brain as humans, we love things that sound cool and that sound good, <laughs> and that we can identify instantly. Yep. Forget absolutely. name that tune. We can name that sport in one note. <laughs> the swish. Did I get that right? By the way, is it ASMR? Is that the correct abbreviation? I have no idea what you're talking about. But Jay's giving a thumbs up. I rarely go on TikTok, but when I do, I feel like that is like like. Sometimes 80% of people's algorithms, it's just things that sound cool. Like, you know, you see a video of a girl just putting her nails on different things. And people are like, ooh, ah, that was very popular. Oh, okay. Yeah, so right? what see? does ASMR sound about. like? It's or, a what does it stand things. for? Uh, automated and, oh, gosh. Sensory message response? Something like that. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So it's basically just the way You guys are AI. Just like cool sounding things on your brain and how you're attracted and like, you know, drawn to that. So not blowing your nose then. No, I mean, for some people. But some people me. might yeah, like not, that. Not my trigger. Not nails on a chalkboard. No, no, that would be negative. Negative ASMR. <laughs> that draws you away. That makes you not want to listen. I'm going to have to Google it. Okay, that's neat. Yes, I love what sports sound like. As we head into Valentine's Day, what do you love about sports? We're only accentuating the positive and the reasons why we keep coming back. What do you love? On Twitter, A-Law Radio. On our Facebook page, send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. It's about an hour from now. Oh, and top of the hour, Jay and I are going to go through this list. The 11 rudest things you can do in someone else's house. (laughs) I I can think of a few. (laughs) It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Here on After Hours, we like you as much as you like us. Hey, what's going on? I love the show. Thanks Thank for having you. me on. Hey, enjoying your show, Amy. I'm normally not up to hear you, but you got a hell of a show. Thank you. Hi, Amy. I remember uh, talking with you when you very first started on CBS. You're such a superstar. Amy, thank you for taking my call. First time calling, listen to your show every morning as I travel into Boston. First time caller to any sports show ever, <laughs> so you are kind of taking my sports show virginity right now. Okay, well, but... it's not creepy at all. <laughs> This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. What just happened? (laughs) Oh no, what just happened? Did our equipment from 1972 finally and completely crap out? No, that, that was a user error, but I just didn't know that would happen. What did you do? I tried to hit a recording so I could roll on something that you were about to say, and it just turned everything off. That wasn't supposed to happen. Sorry it is a that. complete crap. <laughs> it is complete crap. No, it is a complete crap. Yes, that's it. <laughs> wow. Jay admitting operator error. But you know what Jay normally does when he makes a mistake? He uses what we call a dump button so that he can cover his mistake. But he couldn't this time because I started talking too quickly. And so there was no way to dump the mistake and not also dump the host. Not allowed to do that. Got caught there. Got caught there. Operator error, he says. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, You're getting into the spirit now. We're asking you, what do you love about sports? And you are game. On Twitter, After Hours CBS, Uh, enjoy seeing some of your responses now. Chase says, regardless of how last year went, there's always fresh hope and optimism on opening day. Yes, that is amazing. Tony, finally getting some joy from our Texans. Good things coming up ahead. And yeah, that's the thing. Fresh start, new look, a rebuild that pays dividends before it was supposed to, a great new coach, a young quarterback. A brand new draft pick that infuses energy like Victor Wembanyama and the Spurs. There's always a reason to think positive, even when the times are bleakest or the losses are most painful. And that again, that's the beauty of sports. It just keeps going. It's like time, right? It just keeps going. And time does heal 
many wounds. Not all wounds, but does heal many wounds. 855-212-4227. Again, on Twitter or on Facebook. Bob says, where a loss can be a great learning experience. There. Another thing to love about sports. A loss can be a great learning experience. Brent is listening in Seattle. Brent, welcome to the show. Hey, Amy. Um, well, I uh, love the regionality of college football, and so it's about love lost when we're losing it. And then I have a very personal uh, story uh, about it's kind of about sports and about love. Well, when I was in preschool, there was a girl, and my parents said we'd get married someday. I wasn't ready to date her, and so... Uh, I, like, I never was. All the way through high school, we went to a religion school together, and I wasn't ready to date her. But after she graduated from Cal and graduated from Columbia, and I went to the University of Washington, I was ready to date her. I tried. We had a few kisses. She married somebody else. But, the, the, you know, I signed, the, I signed the Jewish wedding contract, et cetera. So she is such a good friend that I invite her to the Washington-Cal game uh, every, whenever Washington plays Cal in football. She brings her husband. She brings her uh, her kids, and in the basketball games, she, her husband has let me go to basketball games alone with her, as he trusts me. Uh, and now there's going to be no more Washington Cal games for me to take her to. It makes me very sad. Oh, yeah, that's true. The Pac-12 did, in fact, dash the hopes and dreams and break the hearts of many people. Yeah. Uh, Washington will win the win the, uh, the Big Ten in football once out of every 25 years. <laughs> if they had no USC and no UCLA in the Pac-12, they could win it five out of every 10 years. I'm absolutely crushed. Oh. Wait, we're supposed to be talking about what we love about sports, though. Well, what I love about sports is the regionality of college football. We're losing it. Well, in some ways. I mean, your, your team still does occupy a particular region, and I have a feeling that a lot of these rivalries will resurface and be reborn simply because the fans want them, simply because at some point there will be an option for non-conference games and non-conference scheduling. And I do think, again, because they're so popular, because the fans really get into them, you will see some of these athletic directors and conferences go ahead and kind of cross over to re- reinstall or reinstate those rivalries. Well, I have a couple of examples. Washington's men's basketball coach is going to get fired at the end of the year unless they finish 11-9 and nine in conference play, which they're not going to do. Right now they're 5-8, and eight, um, is, is Mike Hopkins. And he said, we will offer to play Washington State every year in Seattle at, at Climate Pledge Arena. And, of course, Washington State's going to say no. If the new, whoever the new coach is is probably going to make a similar offer, Washington State's going to say no. Now, now we have in uh, Oregon State is, the, is also their second longest rival next to Washington State, and they're probably not going to play them either. It makes me very sad. They're probably not going to play them in men's basketball either. And they're certainly not going to play them in football. Right now. You don't know what will happen down the road. Yeah, things could change in 20 years. Well, I don't, I don't even alive. know that it will take 20 years. Brent, I, you're kind of a downer right now. We're supposed to be focusing Sorry, on... I love the regionality of college football. Okay. I love the regionality of college sports. I All like right. the bands. I like the cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right, good. I like that. Let's end right there for now. Thank you. Okay, no thank you, Brent. I certainly understand the angst over the Pac-12. I'm not making light of it, only that this is supposed to be a show about what we love about sports. But my point to Brent is that these rivalries, because especially when they have to do with with geographic uh, proximity. These rivalries very often are reinstated, even with the changing of the conferences and even with more of these kind of uh, 
refurbished power, power conferences um, and the way that we're seeing the landscape change for college football, which often drives the bus and college basketball affected as well. Uh, not to mention all the other non-revenue producing sports in college. It is frustrating, I think, initially. But what we're seeing now, even with the realignment, is that the individual schools and the fan bases, the alumni bases, they so desperately miss those rivalries that in non-conference play, the athletic directors are bringing them back. So one of the great examples of this, and I know Texas and Texas A&M fans are thrilled, they're renewing their rivalry, right? Because Texas is moving into the SEC. So now you've got the Longhorns and the Aggies who are set to clash on the 2024 schedule. 12 years since they last matched up and it was supposed to be the death of that rivalry. But now you're going to have it again on the schedule in 2024, right? And, And there's so many different iterations and variations of the schedules for these these mega conferences because it's impossible to play every other team in the conference every year. You don't have that many games. And so it'll there'll be a, a bunch of different rotations and the way this kind of plays out. But for Aggie and Longhorns fans who adored that rivalry and have missed it desperately, it's back on the schedule. And so that's a conference example. I do think, again, you're going to have athletic directors look at their non-conference options and say, okay, we need to reinstate this rivalry. We need to bring it back for our fans because it matters to our history, to our traditions. All hope is not completely lost, though I know it can be frustrating at this stage, Brent. On our Facebook page, Frank says, I like the memories I've made with my grandparents, parents, siblings, friends, and nieces through sports. Oh, I love that one. Ben on Facebook, the camaraderie of fellowship with fans of the same team. Oh, yes. Nothing else connects us to strangers like sports. He says the ebbs and flows of each game are like a symphony. Oh, that's music to my ears. We're halfway through. It's our hump show. Send your questions for Ask Amy Anything. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.